0: Joe Pags Show to talk to Joe. Call 888 941 pags And now it's Joe Pags.
1: Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, lots to get to. Hey, let's consider a race when we talk about grading papers and grading students. That that would be good. It's not the low expectations of, of racism in school, right? I mean the racism of low expectations is something that's real and it's perpetrated by the left all the time. It's happening again. And people are just going to let it happen. It's so crazy to me. We've got that for you. Plus, the latest on Leah Thomas. You're not going to believe this, but it turns out maybe Leah Thomas has an advantage. I don't know. On a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. I gave you a week off. Don't even give me any crap, okay?
2: What do you mean you gave me a week off?
1: We didn't do this last week.
2: Yes, you did. Taco.
1: No, because we had to. you I didn't do it. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. That's yes. A salsa, oh. And a little bit of a reprieve. Michelada,
1: no cheesy nachos. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Let's go. Before we even get into that, all that stuff, I gotta talk about Top Gun. We gotta talk about that too. Let's go. Uh-huh. Now
2: me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. Uh-huh. Joe like to riso. <clears throat>
1: Cause he's a
2: yes, sauce. cheese
1: Sparks. What? She's a Wow. Taco! It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Back Show! Bring it now. It's Taco Tuesday. Get all the taco emotes in my channel. People love this. Taco with Bongo. It's not stupid. It is too taco. stupid. Not Rude Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Follow H what do you got for me there? Taco. Exactly right. So uh, I was out in the sun yesterday. It might have the first time I've seen the sun this, this calendar year. What? You were outside? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I went in the pool and everything. Huh. And uh, and I'm all I'm all like shiny right now because I, I was out too long. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the that thing. I was like, I, I got to go inside. And, oh, no. Are you going inside? That's it. Like, I was out here for three hours. Like my head's burned. My nose is burned. Everything's burnt. But I'm going to wear it well. Now by tomorrow or the next day, I'll be all <laughs> olive.
2: Oh, okay. Unless you, Let's see you give yourself a compliment. Oh, I wear it well. Mm-hmm. i do yeah, i wear it well, i mean it hurts color, it's painful know, blah, blah, no it's blah.
1: not yet no today i'm more like a, like a like an italian tomato to be honest with you mm-hmm. see if you ever watch the stream you'd see what i look like but uh yeah we have that so i'm gonna i have my powder here i have to hit a little powder during the <laughs> breaks so i'm starting to shine even more <laughs> yeah. um all right so uh, uh top gun the original top gun starring tom cruise uh, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, and some other people. What's her face? Kelly McGinnis.
2: McGinnis.
1: Oh, I'm scared. Uh, yeah. Was it McGinnis or McGillis? Was it McGillis? I
2: thought it was McGillis. Like it was McG- Kelly McGillis? Is
1: it, whatever. Either way. Um, very good movie. I don't know why you try to make a better movie than that or a sequel. Now, Paula, you're the, you're the movie uh, guru here. Did they, didn't they do a Top Gun in between or there was nothing in between?
3: Nothing in between. Was it 84? 86. Wow, okay. You're just all kinds
1: of wrong. No, well, not really. <laughs> really. Not, not really long, all kinds but... of wrong. I mean, 84, 86 is mid-80s. Well, I should have just said mid-80s to be safe. Um, but but I, I remember that was the rebirth of the song You've Lost That Love and Feeling by by the Righteous Brothers because that was a 1965 hit that came back in 1986, clearly. Um, and, and, and I I had never heard of Kelly McGillis before. And I thought she was great in the movie. Later, I'm not really sure what happened to her because she didn't, never looked like that again. I'm just going to put it out there. She became something different after that, but that movie, she was the right person. I hated what happened in that movie. Did, didn't we all? Who was um, who was Goose's wife? Was what's her Meg face? Ryan. right? Was it Meg yeah. Ryan? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the whole the, everything was great. I mean, the whole back and forth between Val Kilmer and and uh, and Tom Cruise, amazing. So they decided to do. Is this called what is this called?
3: Top Gun Maverick.
1: Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Are the other people in it? I mean, uh, Anthony Edwards is dead, so he can't be. But, uh, Ice is in is, it. Val Kilmer in it? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Does he look like himself? Because I mean, I Val Kilmer he didn't look like Val Kilmer. I, I don't want to give too much away. Well, I mean, whether he looked like himself is going to give something away? No, it's just
3: because they, they, they tease him being there, and then like, you don't know if you're going to see him for sure.
1: Oh, okay, I got you. So, yeah, so we just probably ruined you. it
3: already. So, yeah.
1: How'd you ruin it? The fact that he's in there, everybody knows if he's in there or not. I mean, I didn't know because I haven't looked into it, but I mean, like I'm looking into the Elvis movie that's coming out next month. I know a lot about the movie already. haven't seen it yet. I mean, the fact that he's in the movie is known, is it not? They're not hiding the fact that he's in it, are they? I, they can't. How do you how do you hide that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, uh, well, before we started the movie tonight, Polo says, saw it, was great. So you're saying it like rivals the original? How is that yes. possible?
3: Yeah, I... You'd have to see it. You would just have to see it. Like, it, it they did a really good job with it. Um, it, was, it was just very impressive that, um, how they were able to tie certain things back in from the original um, and just expand on a bunch of different things. I mean, I, I just I thought it was good. I thought it was really good.
1: Would it behoove a person to see the original again to just sort of refresh or not?
3: Uh, I would, I would. I mean, I, I saw, uh, I think I did. I mean, I, I've seen it a bunch of times anyway. Um, but I saw a lot of my friends doing that, you know, the the night before they were going to go watch it, they're, you know, refreshing their memory of, of things. And, and, and it would probably be wise because there's, there's one or two little things that, that come up that if you haven't seen the movie enough times, you might not catch it. So, but if you see it, you know, again, before, I think it'll definitely like stand out for you.
1: All right, all right, I got you. The big songs from that movie back in the day, um, of course, uh, Take My Breath Away by Berlin. Um, you lost zone. that love and feeling by the righteous mm-hmm. brother, Danger mm-hmm. Zone. Who is that? Kenny Loggins? Kenny Loggins, yes. yeah.
3: And also playing uh, with the boys.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, the volleyball scene. Oh, yeah. been, on, been on another stupid volleyball scene. Please tell me they don't have another volleyball scene. <laughs> that was scene.
2: one of my favorite parts. i say more volleyball. Please tell
1: me it's the women this time. I'm like, really? Because they're all oiled up. Nobody's oiled up playing volleyball. You so don't stupid.
2: Know. These are guys
1: from All right, Pop so, Gun so, so who was your guy in that movie? Was it Tom Cruise? Was it Val Kilmer? Was it Anthony Edwards? Who was your oh, guy? Oh, it was Tom Cruise. Absolutely. Paula, who was your gal in that movie? Was it Kelly McGillis? Was it Meg Ryan? Who, who is who is the woman?
3: I mean, it would have to be Kelly McGillis because I mean, they don't show Meg Ryan and and she's married. So I mean,
1: but I'm still more of a well, okay. The fact that Kelly McGillis wasn't married, you had a you had a chance. What does that mean? Well, I'm not that that I married. had a
3: chance, but I mean, <laughs> you you see her, you know, as as whatever it was that she was in
1: the movie. I mean, they when they a show Meg Ryan, Ryan guy, she's I was she's, a Meg Ryan guy. I did not care if she was married. You would. It's a movie, <laughs> like it's like Marion or, or Ginger. It's, I'm just saying, which one? So you're saying Kelly McGillis? Yes. The best line of that movie is when he, when he, uh, the original, not the one. I haven't seen the new one. I'm not going to spoil anything. The original is uh, he, he decides that he's going to like make his move in the in the bathroom, and she's like, "Oh, you just want to do it right here on the counter." And then like you lost that love and feeling. He, he's singing it in the bar horribly. Um, it, it just she, it was very good. The whole thing was put together very well. Now I wonder if they originally thought it was going to be as big as it ended up being, was that a big giant budget movie in the eighties? It would almost have to be. They've got fighter jets.
3: I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, I know that they said this one is his first hundred million dollar, um, like box office opening or whatever that he's ever had from any of his movies.
1: It had a hundred million dollars in the first weekend. Yes. Dude, I thought it was like 25. It was a hundred million. Yeah. Holy crap, Carrie! Are you going to go see it?
2: Oh yes, I want to. I watched the original uh, over the weekend too. Yep.
1: Were were you drunk or not?
2: No, I was not.
1: Like, why can I ask? I can ask. You said you drank all weekend.
2: I did not say all. I did not say from, I drank from all from weekend. Wake
1: up in the morning till go to bed. No, I, I drank the whole time. I did not. So what I heard say you say, that. something no, like that. Oh you lie. No. Sam, have you seen the original? Yes. How recently?
2: Um, it was a few years ago.
1: Who is the guy? If You you got Ice, you got uh, the Maverick, you got the other guy. Who is it, Goose? I mean,
2: definitely Tom Cruise. I mean, Really? He, I mean, he's just a star, you know? He's so good.
1: I got to tell you, listen, I haven't seen Val Kilmer recently, but he doesn't look like himself to me anymore. But back in that movie, I thought he was the better looking guy. He wasn't? To you ladies?
2: No, I thought it was Tom Cruise. It's the confidence thing.
1: Oh, no, no, I get that. But I mean, Val Kilmer, I, I just thought he was just... Taller, better looking. I mean, Tom Cruise is like a slope shoulder guy. I'm like, what's, what's, work out your shoulders, Tom. Should I, should really? I work Tom Cruise out, to get his shoulders <laughs> no, going?
2: No, I think Tom Cruise is just fine without your help.
1: What, Polo?
3: I was going to say, you probably saw yourself in Val Kilmer because he's got that snark like you do. So
1: Oh, so because so, he's snarky, that's me. Now, I don't look anything like Val Kilmer, obviously. No, of course but, not, but no, I'm saying like no. the
3: jerkiness, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh yeah oh yeah absolutely If there's a jerk in a movie i'm the jerk without yeah. a doubt i think that you know what it is there was a movie that val kilmer did either right before that or right after that where he was like a really really smart guy on campus Real genius is that what it was yeah, yeah that
2: was a good one every
1: line in that freaking movie made me laugh that was so sarcastic yeah. and he was so rude and so stupid i just i was like i'm a fan of this guy I don't know who the hell this guy he is. was
3: like ryan reynolds before ryan reynolds mm-hmm. was that very exactly
1: like right anything exactly he could have been he should play ryan reynolds father in some movie I yep. think that's how close they are I, and how their attitude I, I thought is.
3: you were going to mention him in uh, Top Secret because he kind of played like an Elvis-type character in the movie.
1: No, I like that other movie better, the real genius one. Oh, yeah. he's just I feel like he made the lines up. You know, when you watch Ryan Reynolds, you think he's making it up as he goes, and it's just hilarious? He probably isn't, but he, but he delivers it that well. I, I I think that that's probably why I like Although, I was a fan of Tom Cruise, you know, being the guy who came out on top at the end of the movie. Um, without a doubt, I thought that Ice was a, was a jerk. But I, like you said, I kind of like the jerkiness. All right, I wonder if you've gone and seen it. I'm not going to take any phone. You know what? I'm not going to take any phone calls on this because people will call in and ruin it, and I don't want you to do that. Um, I, I love you guys like brothers and sisters, but you always want to be first in getting it out there. I'm avoiding any media on it because I do want to go and watch it. I just don't know if I'm going to go to the theater and watch it. You know me, I'll probably wait till it comes to the house. Right, Carrie? Of
2: course you will.
1: Yep. So you'll go to the theater and see it.
2: Oh, I I will. Yeah, I want to.
1: And Paulo, you're you're angry that you didn't see it in like the IMAX. You yeah, to see it I'm like probably gonna go deal. see
3: it again because I want to go see it, like in the IMAX.
1: And what's the difference? Does it surround you the whole the whole thing, or is it just a big uh, bigger experience?
3: Well, both. I mean, the the screen's gonna be bigger. the The audio is probably gonna be better. Um, I mean, the, the theater that I saw it in was a really really small theater, so that was kind of like the thing that was annoying for me. Um, so just getting to see, even if I don't go to IMAX, but if I just saw it in a larger theater with better overall sound, I think
1: it would be it'd be worth it to see it again. So are are there movies? Are there songs in this movie that will be hits, or they they do the old hits again?
3: Uh, I mean they 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 hint to some of the old ones a little bit. Um, I know Lady Gaga had a, had a new one, and I guess they're saying that that could be like a big hit. Um, but I mean I
1: don't know. I got to check it out. Sam, you gonna watch it?
2: I'll wait for it to stream.
1: Really? So you're not going to go to the theater either? Same kind of that guy, you know what I mean?
2: I don't know. I mean, I love going to the movies, but it's just so expensive right now. It's hard to justify two people going to the movies for like a 100 bucks. It's crazy. Cheap.
1: Uh, anyway, so you don't get that from me, do you?
2: I don't know. Are you going to wait for it to be Cheep. streaming too? Cheep.
1: Cheep. M- maybe. I may. Well, you sell one of those dogs. You can take the whole neighborhood. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Sam's got little, beautiful little puppies that she's selling. All right. Um, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I'm not going to take any calls on that because, again, I I think that you guys might ruin it. I do before we hit the break. uh, Before we hit the break, I want to to get the story out because this is one of those. We also had a story from the AP today that said, you know, some of these uh, um, voting machines do have online access and could be vulnerable. Oh, really? Like, nobody saw that coming. And the other nobody saw that one coming uh, story for today is Leah Thomas. Carrie, we didn't need this to to understand that there's an advantage. But suddenly, somebody says there's an advantage. Yes.
2: From the Blaze, two doctors have told the New York Times they believe transgender NCAA swimmer Leah Thomas, who was able to swim for the University of Pennsylvania in women's events, Due to having taken NCAA mandated testosterone suppressants, has an unfair advantage over biologically female swimmers. Mayo Clinic Dr. Michael Joyner and sports physiologist Russ Tucker told the outlet that Thomas's very status as a transgender woman is what gives her a vast advantage over biologically female swimmers. Joyner and Tucker added that 22 year old Thomas has an overall biological advantage, even though she took the hormone suppressing drugs for the required time. According to the report, Joyner said that since girls typically grow at a faster rate when compared to boys of the same age, they generally have a competitive advantage in their early years. Puberty, however, is far more than a great equalizer. You see the divergence immediately as the testosterone surges into the boys, Joyner Joyner insisted. There are dramatic differences in performances. He added that while social aspects to sport exist, physiology and biology underpin it. Testosterone is the 800-pound gorilla, he insisted. Tucker doubled down on Joyner's remarks and added Leah Thomas is the manifestation of the scientific evidence. The reduction in testosterone did not remove her biological advantage. Thomas in March told Sports Illustrated competitive swimming is something she's always wanted to do. I'm a woman, just like anybody else on the team. Thomas told the sports magazine, I've always viewed myself as just a swimmer. It's what I've done for so long. It's what I love. I get into the water every day and do my best. Adding, I just want to show trans kids and younger trans athletes that they're not alone. They don't have to choose between who they are and the sport they love.
1: Yes, you do. (laughs) Sorry, Leah. Yes, you do. Because you're an XY. You're male. And these advantages, I didn't need the the New York Times or anybody else, I didn't need anybody else to tell me that Leah Thomas has an advantage over XXs. This is an XY person. This is a male. Um, From what I understand, there's nothing changed, even cosmetically. So this is somebody who's got all the parts. Walking around the locker room with these girls. And then you hear that the girls were all like, we were pressured into doing it, we didn't want to. No, no, no. I want to be as clear as I can with this. I just want to be completely direct and clear with you. If you're a girl or a woman who's competing in a sport that is intended for girls and women and an XY person who is male comes and says, I'm now also a girl, also a woman. The way you stop this, head it off at the pass, shut it down, whatever words we want to use, the way you stop that is you refuse to compete. Okay, you, you want Leah Thomas on your team? Cool. You've got Leah Thomas and none of the rest of us are going to swim. What are you talking about? You have to. You're, you're scholarship. You're this. I don't care. This is the hill worth dying on. This is the hill worth you saying, hey, this isn't okay. This person clearly has a, a biological, medical, humankind advantage over the rest of us, and this isn't fair, and we're just not going to do it. You have to take that stance. If you don't, you're giving in. And you're giving it in, in such a way that you're not protecting what it is that you've worked your entire life for. Leah Thomas, what he was known as, as William, was a bad swimmer, 462nd or something, in the NCAA. Suddenly, when the XY says, I'm now female, every other woman is losing there's something to that. Because then in this interview, Leah Thomas says, Well, I didn't do it to swim. I did it just to be who I am. Good. Be who you are. You're an adult American. I will, I will, I'll call you her. I'll call you Leah. You just don't get to swim against the women. How about that? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay right here. This
0: is the Joe Pags Show.
1: great to have you. Keep in mind, Cray News with Kay on a Tuesday at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. We talk about a lot of stuff, including how the UK, where she's from, relates to the Second Amendment here in the United States. Very interesting conversation. And then another writer for the Daily Caller who is a Harvard graduate who walked out when Merrick Garland uh, started speaking. He was the keynote speaker or something, which I thought was ridiculous. We'll have that for you. Plus, for some reason, Kay is into aliens. He okay, thinks that there are aliens, and um, we have a nice conversation about that. It's very interesting. Let me tell you, in the meantime, the clock is ticking for Congress to come to some sort of a budget deal. They keep on pushing and raising this debt ceiling, something that we, the regular Americans that pay their salaries, just can't do. Government can it never runs out of money. Yeah, hey, but just, just take some more or make up some more. If you've reached your debt ceiling, if you're buried in bills, trying to keep up with the credit cards, the loans, the Internet loans, the timeshares, get off the treadmill, get some total financial freedom. You can do it right now. You owe it to yourself to get a hold of my friends at Total Financial Freedom. Been doing a great job for more than 15 years helping people like you resolve their debts and in many cases cutting the payments in half. If you don't believe me, and be skeptical. Go ahead. Give them a call. one 800 call now, ask about the free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You've got to mention my name, Joe Pags, to get the free book, Debt Dietitian. You're going to appreciate their team, like-minded people, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, zero complaints, call Total Financial right now, 1-800-833-9444, 1-800-833-9444, call there, mention my name, get that free book, make that happen right now. Matt, literally 20 seconds, but it's yours, let's go. How you doing, Mr. Pegg? I'm almost out of time, Matt. You got to go fast.
2: Yeah, I'm Harry Haley pupil from Atlantic City, New Jersey. 30-year lifeguard.
0: This thing with the swimmer, look, man. I know a lot of really
1: good female swimmers, but come on, man. Leave the girls alone. They have their own leagues. Leave them alone. All done. Sounds good. Leave them alone. I mean, this guy, listen, go swim against the men or... Just don't swim. Be who you are. It doesn't give you the right to go swim. We've got uh, Cray News with Kay on a Tuesday when we come back. Stay right here.
0: This is the Joe Pegg Show.
1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have this young lady back on. Normally on a Monday, but today it's Tuesday. We'll do Crane News on a Tuesday with Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you.
0: I'm great, Joe. How are you doing?
1: You are great. I agree with you. So there's a lot going on. and I know that you just had the parental units in town from the UK, and I was actually glad to meet them last week right here in our little interview that we do. Um, how did Hugh and Elizabeth find it? Were they very happy with North Carolina? Are they happy with where you are?
0: You know, I don't think my parents will ever, we've talked about this before, Joe, couldn't disappoint my parents with, you know, all the crazy things that I've done in life. Right. But I became a conservative out here, (laughs) gun-loving, American conservative, and my goodness, they are devastated, but we love each other unconditionally, and they put up with it, so, you know. If they're not happy, I just start pouring the wine and everyone gets (laughs) cheerful after a while. That's that's all I can hope for. They
1: seem to be happy in the pictures that you posted and so on. Um, It's an interesting question, though, because they were here uh, when we heard about the tragedy in Uvalde. And and we're looking at that, and we know that that doesn't happen in the U.K. And Mm -hmm. you're from Wales, which is in the U.K. So was there a trade-off in Great Britain, the U.K., that region of freedoms... By giving up gun rights. I mean, you guys have a vat over there, a value-added tax. You guys have all sorts of weird restrictions. If you've got a $500 TV, you've got to pay a certain fine to have it in your apartment. All sorts of weird crap that isn't really freedom and liberty, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And does that go hand-in-hand hand with, okay, but we feel safer than you do in America? Is that how it is?
0: Oh, yeah, but I think the you know the British media has done an absolutely excellent um almost like a cover-up, really. You know, you get lulled into this sort of socialist mindset living in the UK where you think, oh, we've got the NHS, so we don't have to pay for medical care. And uh, we don't have guns, so we must be better than America. And yet everyone there is miserable. Everyone's an alcoholic, and they don't make any money. You can work as hard as you want. You won't make money. The only way you're going to make money in Britain is if you actually offshore all of your accounts in a tax haven. And uh, the NHS is terrible. And look, I got to say this before we turn to the shooting stuff, because me and... All of my friends, pretty much, we all work in, you know, journalism, news media. And by the end of last week, all of us had independently had um, our own little breakdowns over what happened in Texas. Um, You know, we had a mass shooting the week before in Buffalo. We had another in California. Right. Um, You know mass shootings, why people continue to blame the gun? Sorry, I don't know if you heard that bang. It's one of my cats destroying stuff in the background. Um, But I don't know why people continue to blame the gun when this is clearly a mental health crisis. So when British people turn around and start saying, oh, America is unsafe because of the guns, I like to turn around and say, well, okay, I've been stabbed in britain i've witnessed a bombing thankfully get foiled but i've also had friends that were nearly blown up um both on the seven seven bombings um at the ariana grande concert right. um outside of you know like hospitals um i know a lot of people who have died through just standard street violence and drink driving and so whenever people in the uk start going oh, you know, Britain's way better because we don't have any guns, I just turn around and say, well, you've clearly le- never lived in America and right. don't understand what freedom actually is. Like well, It's, you well, know, a, it's a like trying things. to explain to someone something they have no context on.
1: I was contacted by the BBC, as you know, and I did BBC, uh, BBC radio, and the host was very smooth and very sweet and very passive-aggressive, and her asking me, why does somebody need an AR-15? And, and it was very odd because my answer was, well, there's one twenty feet away from me right now, and it's not shooting us. So, uh, at the end of the day, they don't truly understand why the Second Amendment is still so important. Then she said, well, why do you still need the Second Amendment? I said, without it, I'd be speaking with a British accent. And she didn't seem to get that either. So, either there is this brilliance of media there, as you say that makes it really stupid to even want to think about having a gun, um, Mm -hmm. or the people are just fine with forced socialism, which is what it sounds like. You know, when you look at Australia, they banned guns in, what, 96 or something like that. They melted them all down. There's more violent crime and rape in Australia now than there's ever been. Ever. And people are just sitting ducks and victims. And guess what? When COVID-19 comes along, Case myth. They can force you to to put a mask on on your your balcony, or they will arrest you and drag you to jail. So there's no more freedom either. I mean, they they have to go hand in hand, don't they? Why would the government be afraid of me if I couldn't defend myself?
0: Exactly. And, like, I think you absolutely nailed it right there, Joe. Like, during the lockdowns, one of the things that I I started, and my mom, thank goodness she lives far away from me. She's going to absolutely lose her mind when she hears (laughs) me say this. But I was so just sad for her every time she talked about the pandemic and lockdown i moved across the country during lockdown yeah. i went on vacations i did pretty much anything i wanted and by the way i lived in la the traffic was amazing during lockdown right my mom literally at one point said to me oh you know we broke all covid lockdown rules and we went for a walk on the beach and i'm like
1: so stupid right and not that you're not I your mom but just that, that mindset you're in- But she's a smart lady. Why did she fall for that? You see people, Kay, there are people today driving around alone in their cars with masks on. Why was it so successful?
0: I think it's because when you don't have any faith in yourself and you haven't been brought up maybe with... Look, again, it's almost like it's socialism, it's communism. It's just this mass psychosis, if you will, where you believe that you're actually part of some giant community. And the way that I always try to explain it to anyone, whether it's, you know, the lefties out here in the States or the socialists and the commies back in, you know, uh, Europe and the UK, the way I like to explain it is, okay, there's no food on the shelves. There's, uh, you know, there's no water coming out of your tap. Do you honestly think your neighbor isn't going to steal from you? Because that's not actually how humans behave. You know, like, all my friends make fun of me because I said once on Newsmax that I was going to eat Alice Hennigan during the apocalypse. (laughs) But, like, at the end of the day, if it was between me and literally anyone during the apocalypse, I'm going to do my best to try and eat them. There you go. And it is ignorant to think that there is anything like a community during bad times. And unfortunately, most people fell during those bad times for the people destroying their lives. It, like yeah. the lockdowns didn't save lives, they destroyed lives. And that's why we're seeing so many mass shootings now because COVID lockdowns have been released. The guy, the guy who shot up Buffalo literally said that he was lulled into this like insane internet rabbit hole of destruction right. during lockdown.
1: Yeah, and and, and uh, again, lockdown didn't make him do it. He was nuts already. What made him do it is that he's nuts. And here's a guy, by the way, that we never talk about this. He's a left-wing authoritarian who, mm-hmm. hates, who hates Fox News and who is also a climate change guy. But we don't yep. talk about that angle of it because he's got to be a white supremacist who just hates mm-hmm. everybody not like him. It's Kay Smythe. Go to KaySmythe.com, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E.com. Check around her out on Newsmax TV. Read everything she writes in the Daily Caller. J- just to sort of put a, a, a bow on this. We emptied yeah. out the asylums in this country a couple of decades, three decades ago, something like that. We said that, I think the ACLU fought for this. We were violating the civil rights of crazy people by putting them in an institution to keep them safe from themselves and to keep us safe from them. Now they're just among us, and we can't even pinpoint them because now we're not woke enough and we're being rude and horrible and being judgy. I would like to be judgy on the guy before he kills 19 kids. I would like to be judging the guy before he kills only black people at the grocery store. I Mm -hmm. I have a a problem with us not being allowed to judge. So at some point when somebody in, in the UK, maybe your family, maybe somebody in the BBC says why are there only mass shootings in america my answer is we don't have enough mental health care and we aren't cool with having good guys with guns protect those who are innocent joe biden went to uvalde the other day and guess what he was surrounded by good guys with guns but kamala harris was in buffalo the other day she was surrounded by good guys with guns do they think we're stupid k that we don't notice the hypocrisy
0: yeah no 100 percent, they think that we're stupid they they Like, they actually do. I know that's probably not maybe the answer that you wanted, but no, pretty much all politicians think we're stupid.
1: Well, we've got Trudeau now, just north of us, who, by the way, if Canada's ever attacked, we will be there to defend them. Just now said you can't buy, sell, transfer, do anything with handguns. That's it, no more handguns. And he he said Uvalde, where the guy didn't use a handgun. So I'm confused. Kay, do you think they were waiting on a world stage for something they could make? Hey, serious crisis, let's do something with it.
0: Yeah, 100%. But I also think that Trudeau is so stupid. This is going to sound crazy, but he is actually so stupid that I wouldn't be surprised if some like crazy organization of foreign leaders was like, OK, well, we saw what happened with the truckers when Trudeau tried to you know, do stuff the last time during right. lockdown with the vaccine mandates. Why don't we set Trudeau up and tell them it's a really good idea to try and take away the basic freedoms of Canadian citizens again and see how that happens. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, if Canada is still a country by the end of this century, I'll owe you a million (laughs) dollars. How about that?
1: Oh, they, I don't think I'll be around by the end of the century, but that's pretty interesting. No, we will. It is uh, right. uh, Kay Smythe. Go to K-Smith.com. Uh I've got to do the story about Emma over at Harvard. Uh, she made a decision that if you're going to bring in Merrick Garland, who somehow was owed a job in the Department of Justice, who's now the Attorney General, if you're going to bring him in to speak, I don't have time for him. <laughs> Fill me in.
0: So- so, okay, so Emma is, I gotta, I gotta tell everyone this first, just as like a disclaimer, so Emma um, also works for The Daily Caller, she is also one of my dearest friends in the universe, like, we talk all day, every day, um, I, I really do love her unconditionally, she posted this video, so firstly, Emma is the only person I've ever met who's graduated from Harvard, who didn't tell me within the first 10 seconds of meeting her. In fact, I don't think (laughs) she's ever talked about the fact that she graduated from Harvard because she is just she gets it right. She is the coolest person I know. I get all my cool cred from uh, from Emma. So she posts this video of herself walking at a graduation and I think she was like she would have left anyway I think you know personally no matter who was given the commencement right. speech unless it was someone really exceptional um she was tired she'd been there for ages she was like okay everyone was just like talking in Latin and basically like giving platitudes like you know it was <laughs> you know it was, it was boring I get it I hated my graduation I thought right. it was the most redundant waste of money um but also I think that of like most higher education institutions yes but um She walks out, posts this video onto Twitter, goes viral, and like, we're sitting chatting earlier, and I'm like, wait, how viral did it go? Because obviously I saw it, I retweeted it, all that kind of stuff, when, you know, it had a couple of hundred likes. I went and looked, it's almost at like 100,000 likes. I then <laughs> write an article about it because I was just like, this is just too funny. Like she, she's gone viral regardless of the fact that she also works for the outlet. Like she went viral and for, you know, the most hilarious reason. That's awesome. I mean, she didn't do it to go viral. She was literally like, I thought a couple of like like our crew basically would see it and laugh. And also, let's be honest, Joe, and I don't think she even realizes it. She's absolutely gorgeous. Like, not only Good is she lady. brilliantly yeah. smart, but she's stunningly beautiful Well, what's funny about
1: it is it was simple she was like up oh, Merrick Garland speaking. I'm out of here Harvard yes. graduation it was short sweet it was perfect and it went crazy because people related to it immediately because this guy since he's been the attorney general has turned a blind eye to everything that's law and he's gone mm-hmm. after like parents as domestic terrorists yep. for speaking out at these at the school boards so good for her so you're saying she's so subdued that she might have thought about not posting that video which I thought was so effective yeah,
0: she, um, she didn't set out to get the virality that she got, but what I thought was really interesting. So what she did hear from Merrick Garland's speech, I guess Garland just like went off about how it's like Harvard graduates' responsibility to save the country. And wow. she's like, "Uh, bro, you're literally in a position where you could save the country right now. Like, why don't you just like right. do it? <laughs> you're the
1: top, I mean, top cop in the nation, least, right. And
0: I just like, you know, she's not like, duh, bro. That's me, that's how I talk. <laughs> But um, she she absolutely nailed it. She's so cool. Oh my gosh, she's so cool.
1: Well, people have to go and read that. They have to read the story that you wrote about it. Go follow Kay everywhere and go go read that story. All right, Smythe. I've I've saved two minutes for alien talk. Go ahead.
0: Yes, Joe. Okay, so um, there's a new study that suggests that uh, one of the highest um estimates, I guess, for there being alien life who will contact us in our milky way galaxy which i think most people think like oh it's the milky way galaxy what a huge amount of space it is nothing in compared to the rest of the size of space space is massive um there might be more than 40,000 different forms of intelligent life not individuals different types of life like i'm talking like uh, the Moomins. I'm talking like those guys from Signs. Um, all like you know, seventh rock from or third rock from the sun. Right. Um, all different types of aliens. Maybe as more than forty thousand different types of alien life have the potential to contact us here on Earth within the next two thousand years. Again, space is very big. Time is very different in okay. space. Okay. Two thousand years isn't that long. Oh my God, Joe. Please are you suggesting Are powder. you
1: suggest a nod? I just ask. I want to ask a question. I'm, I'm the interviewer. Um, are you suggesting there are forty thousand that have or that could contact? Us?
0: Okay. So my gut feeling, we've already been contacted like plenty of times. Um, there's even one signal called the Wow signal that okay. came out in I think it was 1977. We don't know where it came from. It's just like this random signal that went on for 72 seconds, um, which was all that we were capable of recording at the time. Um, that was probably from aliens, in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, this new study is like there could be as many as 40,000, even on the lowest end, 111 different independent types of alien species, Okay, Joe.
1: uh, I love aliens. Have you ever seen
0: one? Have you ever seen one?
1: I was going to ask you, uh, can you prove that you're not an alien?
0: Uh, No, sometimes (laughs) I think I might be. But most of the time, I'm just like I am just an innately bored human today. I've got right thirty seconds. Do you
1: want to or not? Do you want to or not want to? Do the alien dance right now?
0: I I, I kind of do. Just like the <laughs> oh my god, I'm talking about aliens today.
1: What the heck is that? How did that become the alien dance? What is that? Oh my <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, like, oh, yeah. I'm clipping that, and I'm going to put it on TikTok. All right, Kate, uh, you're amazing. Um, I, I trust that you believe in the alien stuff. I'm not going to hear to say that there are no aliens. I don't, I'm not uh, you know, arrogant enough to believe that we're the only thing in the, in the universe, but uh, I don't think they dance like that. I'm going to put it out there. I'm...
0: Okay, well, Debbie Downer, Joe, like... Do it again, you know- do it
1: again, do it again. No, See? I got day. you. Nail it. So back. dare cut this out. <laughs> K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot com. Go and follow everything she does and check out everything that she writes in Daily Caller. She's on Sunday mornings on Newsmax TV. K, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. You're
0: the best, Joe. Thank right. you so much. Appreciate Have you. a great night. You
1: too. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Pegg Show.
1: Glad to have you. Always appreciate Kay coming on. And if you weren't watching the video stream, you did not you did not see the alien dance. So you might have to go check out the VOD, the VOD later on on uh, on Twitch. Uh, we do have time though to to, to get with Paul a little pop culture. But... Dirty pop. All right, brother man, talk to me. So
3: we didn't get to talk about this last week, but you know, uh, actor Ray Liotta had passed away.
1: Um, I couldn't believe that. Could not believe it.
3: And I still haven't seen if they've said what the cause of death was, Um, but I'm reading here that his hometown in New Jersey is planning on a special honor for him. Um, I guess it's called Township of Union in New Jersey.
1: Okay. Uh,
3: They haven't said exactly what. I guess they're weighing out a few different options to do it, but they're just trying to give, I guess, the family time to grieve before making the final decision.
1: Yeah, 67 years old. I think he was filming a, a movie. Was it the Dominican or was he in Puerto Rico? Where was he? I think it was, I
3: think it was in the Dominican.
1: All right, oh. so there I, I have no idea why. We haven't seen the Cause of Death yet, but certainly said. Paul, I appreciate that. It's uh, Sam, it's Carrie, it's Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye.
0: This is the Joe Peg Show.